Welcome back to another episode of the EMG podcast. My name is Sen Boyassi and today I'm joined again by Louise Rogers, our content and editorial assistant. Hi Louise. Hi, how are you? Very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm really well. Now, our avid readers of Gold Magazine will know that we have recently published a beautiful new infographic in our latest issue of Gold, which was out on the 30th of May. And that shows the brand new drugs that were approved for use by the FDA and EMA last year. And for anyone who has any interest in the life sciences industry, I would definitely encourage you to go and check it out on our website, www.emg-gold.com. Now, these were either new molecular entities or new active substances, so completely new drugs. And this is what we will be discussing in a little bit more detail on today's episode. But what inspired this infographic overall, Louise? Well, we thought it would be really fascinating to firstly see how many new drugs have been available, have been made available for patients last year. And then to further break that down, to understand the different types of drugs being developed and which therapeutic areas they are being targeted at. So the first thing that struck myself and the team was the sheer number of new therapies that have been made available to patients recently. So for example, in the infographic, we highlight that the FDA approved 59 new molecular entities last year, and this broke the 1996 record or 50 mm. new molecular entities. And I mean, this just emphasizes the great work that is just being done by R&D teams Absolutely. and pharma throughout the life sciences industry. Definitely, and I noticed that a lot of these new drugs were for conditions in which there is a high unmet need to, and that shows by the, uh, you know, it's shown by the high proportion of orphan drugs that were approved in 2018, which I believe was 38% approved by the EMA and 58 by the FDA. And unsurprisingly, a large number of these were to treat cancer. Um, and there were also orphan drugs approved for conditions in areas such as neurology, genetics and ophthalmology. And the infographic also highlights how the market for orphan drugs is growing with a 152% sales growth rate projected in 2024 compared to 2014. And I guess this demonstrates how the industry are placing an increasingly bigger emphasis on targeting conditions where there is this unmet need, which I think is brilliant to see. Yeah, absolutely. And in addition to highlighting therapeutic areas and um, the orphan drugs in our infographic, we also picked out some notable examples of certain drugs approved last year that are likely to have a major impact on the lives of patients. So, for example, um, there was the drug um, Oralissa by AbbVie approved by the EMA. And it's the first new treatment in 10 years to manage the pain associated with endometriosis. Now, this is such great news for women. Endometriosis affects one in 10 females during their reproductive years and is often associated with a lot of pain. And also, in addition to the medication, patients will have access to a wellness tracking free lifestyle app. So, you know, we're seeing the use of medication and the combination of digital technology and just that's really exciting another one we picked out were the first two CAR t-cell therapies approved for use in the eu chimera by novartis and diascata by kite pharma you know so much has been talked about with gene and cell therapies we recently talked about it um, on a podcast and you know it's just absolutely fantastic to see these two drugs becoming available for the treatment Mm. of certain blood cancers They are also the first medications supported through the EMA's priority medicine scheme. So that's really another interesting development. Yeah, definitely. And um, I mean, what are your thoughts overall? That was like, what were your thoughts on the shown infographic? Well, 
I think it wasn't all that surprising to see that cancer was by far the therapeutic area of the higher number of new drugs approved, uh, which was about 29% of drugs uh, by the EMA and 31% by the F- 31% by the FDA. But I was slightly surprised to see the high proportion of these that were for haemophilia, um, which was a 27% of all cancer drugs for EMA and 41% for FDA. So it's good to see that this condition has received so much attention. But aside from cancer, there was also a high proportion of drugs approved in dermatology, neurology, infections, and immunology, um, which I think reflects a huge amount of the research which which have emerged in in those areas in recent years. Uh, But overall, like as we touched upon earlier, I think it shows that the industry is putting an increasing emphasis on targeting areas of unmet needs and also putting efforts into innovative personalized therapies like CAR-T. And it will be interesting to see what 2019 brings in terms of drug approvals, and, and we'll definitely be keeping an a keen eye on that uh, to see what else takes place this year. Anyway, we don't want to give away too much because we do actually want our listeners to go and check out our infographic, um, which, as I said earlier, is on our website, emg-gold.com. Make sure you do check out the recently published Gold magazine as well, because aside from this infographic, it does contain a lot of amazing content. But many thanks for joining me again this week, Louise, and thanks to our listeners. And tune in next week for another episode. <laughs>